Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pierre. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest is veterinarian Dr. Eric Nock. We'll hear from him after this. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. Dr. Nock is a partner at Prairie View Vet Clinic in Central South Dakota. He says having a plentiful source of clean water is critical to help livestock cope with extreme heat. It's great if they have tank water available, whether that's from a well or a rural water system or something like that. That gives them good, good quality water, generally sometimes more so than what's in available on the ground. But a lot of times we don't have a lot of reserve capacity in some of those tanks and systems. And if the something happens to the water supply and it you know shuts off or whatever happens there, uh, then they can run out of water fairly quickly. And in, when it gets really warm, that's a lot more of a concern. If it's not that warm, they can go several hours without water. It's not that big a deal. But if it's 95 and the sun beating down, hours make a lot of difference if they're without water. So either maybe having some backup systems in place. I know some of our systems require uh, you know, electricity or a generator and just kind of being aware and, and frequent monitoring. Occasionally people have uh, done some things and we've done that ourselves where we've got a remote camera system actually set up on our waters out in the pastures. And uh, so we know, you know, it's possible sometimes to do that with like a live feed like to do with uh, calving cameras and the calving barns. But we have one where it just sends us, uh, it texts us or it emails us a picture like three times a day. So then we at least know a few times throughout the day if there's water in the tank or not. So I, that's something to look into too or to keep in mind, but, or just going out and checking and just making sure that the watering systems are available. So, because having water available is probably the biggest thing. Shade is great, but we're not going to always have shade in every pasture. So sometimes letting cattle go out, you know, and wade in the water can help to cool off. But there's also some, sometimes that leads to some foot rot or other issues too. So there's some good and bad that goes with that. But the biggest thing is just having water, water available to them and having a water source, I would I would say. Is quality of the water available also something to be watchful for? And it definitely is, absolutely. And so you touched on that, if you got a you know well or real water or some kind of known quality of good quality water that's definitely definitely helpful because sometimes some of our dams and ponds and those type of things uh, we can definitely have quality issues or with uh, high nitrate sulfates and other quality issues some blue green algae those types of things and so and so that uh, definitely is uh, another component as well. It's not only availability, but availability of, of good quality water. So not all, yeah, not all water is of the same quality. So being aware of that. And if you're turning cattle out into a, a new pasture and it has maybe a questionable water source, you know, dam or whatever, something like that, then testing it's a good idea. Uh, it's not that expensive and, so if you can test the water a few days ahead and if turning them out in some, a new water source. A couple of years ago, we had some significant issues uh, with some water quality. 
things. And so some people have some pretty, unfortunately, some pretty firsthand knowledge of, you know, lost some cows and different things like that. So, so yeah, that's definitely, and even some wells can sometimes be of marginal quality. So if you've never had a well tested, you know, that's a, something to do not only in just in a, you know, an immediate heat stress type situation, but just for general knowledge to kind of monitoring water quality is also, also important. So. Can there be too much water available? Like, is putting like an extra tank out or an extra couple tanks out maybe a, a good idea? Or can there be too much water and they may cause some bloating and issues? Uh, so the only time too much water would be an issue that I know of would be is if cattle actually have not had availability of water and then tank up too fast. Like if cattle have been out of water, for a day or two if you find yourself in unfortunate situation like that and then they drink way too much water too fast um, then you can actually have what's called salt toxicity where the salt concentration in and around their brain can be a problem that so that would be the only situation i know over too much water would be a situation and if you have had cattle that are have been away from water for a day or two it's gets to be kind of tough to to really to regulate their water also and say, oh, you can only drink this many gallons. So that can be kind of a difficult situation. So the best case scenario is to do what we can to avoid them being out of water. So when just what you said, having an extra tank or two out there is really almost, I can't think of any negative to doing that. Like, uh, so that would probably always be a, a good idea. Um, and in some cases where we do have like we were talking then we have a well or a real water type scenario and if we can have a few extra tanks um and whether that's a poly tank sitting there with some reverse reserve water capacity uh or that's just you know a, an extra tank or two out there for them to drink out of so that there's extra capacity in the system uh is a good idea and most you know, feedlots or large, you know, dairies or those kind of things will, will have a lot of water capacity. Again, it may not be feasible to have a huge amount of water capacity in every pasture system, but, but where it's feasible or where it's applicable or where it works, it sure, yeah, sure doesn't going to hurt anything just to have extra water there. So then if something does happen, you've got, you can go a few hours before you get the, if your well quits, you know, you've got more than 10 minutes worth of water holding capacity that you can, the cattle can still have something to drink while it, while you're getting it fixed or taking care of the situation or before you realize it or whatever. But like I said, there's some limits to probably having all that available in every single pasture, but, but where it is an opportunity to do that, it sure sure would be a good idea. I probably should have asked you this at the beginning. Kind of in general, what are some of the telltale signs and symptoms that your cattle, horses, sheep, dog, cat may be in a situation where they're starting to really suffer from the extreme heat and maybe need some either cool air, some fresh water, or, or something like that? What are some signs and symptoms? I mean, the cattle that are heat stressed, you see them panting, kind of open mouth breathing, you know, if he gets to that point, you know, they're, you know, getting to where you need to probably, you know, possibly be thinking about doing something. And maybe you've done all you can and maybe they'll be all right, you know, but at least at least being aware of that and monitoring that, you know, on cattle. Um, and I guess, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, about dogs overworking. I guess, you know, horses too. Sometimes horses, 
you know, if we're pushing our horses or even if we're not necessarily pushing them real hard, they'll keep working longer than what we need or want them to as far as not being heat stressed. And so it's just kind of knowing the horse and knowing the dog and, and knowing ourselves uh, in our, and the other people around us on what the limitations are. I mean, some of us and some of our horses and dogs can do more than others, depending on our physical condition and shape and all that and what we're used to and in our hydration status. But for cattle, it's, it's probably a lot, like a lot of that, the open mouth breathing, panning, you know, horses, you know, sometimes, I mean, horses will sweat and not necessarily be completely overheated, but you'll sweat some from working. But if they're, you know, really sweating or just kind of acting sluggish or sometimes they'll just kind of give out dogs will sometimes kind of be the same thing. They'll sometimes almost act a little disoriented um, because depending on whether it's just a little heat stress because there's heat stress, the heat exhaustion, and then heat stroke, depending on the, depending on the level of severity and, and uh, some things, yeah, get in the shade and cool off and you get better pretty quickly. And then in a dog or possibly a horse scenario, sometimes we've, they require some intravenous fluids uh, to get hydrated and kind of get back on track, depending on the level of the condition of how much damage there is that, but dogs again, panting, I mean, not every dog that's panting is in serious trouble, but, uh, but just kind of watching for those signs panting, but then sometimes they'll kind of get disoriented a little bit. And then, then it's probably a little more of a serious situation if we start to see some of the more serious signs. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, chat at 605-870-0697, or wade at 605-730-1801. A little closer to home if we've got uh, some animals, larger animals, livestock type things in, in pens at home. Is this going to be a prime prime time for some sprinklers and things like that? Yep, yep, possibly. And, uh, and again, depending on the situation. And again, if you have shade availabilities, uh, that makes a big difference on just getting, I mean, as we know from being out in the sun and the shade, I mean, if you're a black-eyed animal, it's even more so the case. And so shade, uh, shade availability and shade options are, are going to do a lot. And, uh, and there obviously are commercial shade availabilities for some, some scenarios and some feedlots that, that if that works for you, that that's a great idea. Or if there's a, if you've got some cattle up in a lot around the place and there's a, you can open up and let them in a pen where the, where they can get under a tree or, you know, on the shady side of the barn or something, um, that, very well may be helpful but airflow and ventilation is another thing that uh is really important and most of the time when we have deaths and feedlot situations from being warm it's many times also due to ventilation or lack thereof i mean there aren't very many cases where we're going to be able to put up enough fans or anything like that or do our own ventilation but maybe having cattle in a pen where they have some ventilation so if they're locked up in a really tight pen behind a whole bunch of windbreaks maybe putting them in a pen where they have can get some air moving through. So shade and I mean, it's still water is still important. I mean, whether cattle are out in the pasture so that we're in confinement. So having access to water and availability. And that's another thing where a lot of people will put an extra tank out. If you have 
you know, a pan of cattle, feedlot cattle, and you've got a, you know, smaller water that only one or two can drink out of at a time. And you have the capability of putting a, a tank out there that and having it full that, you know, 10 or 20 can come drink out of at a time. That's a, that can be a game changer as well and really allow, so they don't have to stand there and pant in line or fight each other for the water. Everybody can come up and get a drink. And so again, water availability, but also if you can allow some air to move through where the cattle are and to have some shade, those things are all, all helpful as well. People have done some things with bedding at times um, just to keep, so you don't have a black dirt floor, actually putting some bedding down can actually uh, help with the ground temperature some, because the ground temperature can sometimes be 20 or, or more degrees warmer than the actual air temperature. So a black, if you've got a dirt lot and the, the black dirt uh, can be, be really hot out in the sun there. So sometimes even doing a little bedding to decrease the temperature of the ground so it's not absorbing as much sunlight can can make a little difference as well. Okay, and while we're taking care of our livestock, our cattle, our horses, sheep, you know, shade, good quality, clean water for them, agriculture producers, farms and ranches, uh, we can't forget, you know, we've got the dogs and the cats outside and things like that. A doghouse in this situation is more of a heat box than maybe a source of shade? Right, it can be. So yeah, definitely being aware of that and yeah, making a different spot for the dogs to dogs to be or, or having it available so they can find their... I mean, most of them will find a... You know, if they have the ability to... You know, if they're not locked up in the doghouse, you know, most dogs will find the shady spot and they're pretty good at figuring that out. But having that available to them... And, and again, water... Having water available to them is extremely important, as it is for us. We occasionally will treat some dogs for heat stress, heat exhaustion. Sometimes dogs especially like our farm dogs are really uh, wanting to work and, and help and all that and sometimes don't know when to stop, just like sometimes we as humans aren't very good at stopping and cooling off when we think we need to get things done. And so so watching your yeah, employees, family members, other people, and their dogs too are a big one where if you, you know, do have a dog that likes to run along and help do things or whatever, maybe don't let them get too overheated and let them ride along or keep them at home where it's cool or something or at least watch them close to make sure they have water.